What's up, bitches? We're episode 712, 7.12, depending on your preferred nomenclature. Is that 128-ish? 130-ish? I don't know. Yeah, sure. 126 is called 126 through 128. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, oh, Detroit Grady Radio. Should probably specify the show. With here, always, the man on the board, Adam Arsface Hernandez. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? Let's pray for a great show tonight. Godspeed. <laughs> Magic fingers over there. With me, as always, is Squirrel Diggler and Nicholas. We're sounds the goofy balls tonight. Boobies. Tickling doggy balls tonight. What, <laughs> what amazing excuse does Goof Juice have for not being here tonight? I think it was dog drama. I think wow. He, yeah, I think his dog was dating the neighbor's dog. <laughs> and uh, they were fucking for a while in the backyard. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, then the neighbor's dog started fucking the other neighbor's dog. Uh-oh. His dog was outside watching. It was a big ordeal. <laughs> Talk so, about uh, it. I have something to say to Goof Juice. He's not listening. <laughs> Go ahead. It's quiet. <laughs> yes, he is. It doesn't matter. He can hear over your fucking voices anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what, what do you have to say to him? No, I'm not saying it now. Okay, good. See you. <laughs> I have something I'd like to say to you. Oh, Jerry. go ahead, Lickle. Get closer. Get so close to I the love dog. you, buddy. Uh, ho- ho- hopefully the dog's doing good, and um, I'll see you back real soon. Real I, hope soon the, I hope the dog shit on your fucking carpet. That's what I... <laughs> I think it peed, actually. Oh. Well, I heard that the dog got really drunk. Yes. And puked all over their new couch. Oh, bummer. Yes, and then his butt vomited poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> butt vomit. Yes. Oh. How many times do you guys butt vomit every day? My daughter butt vomited in the last hour. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Does she still butt vomit into a cloth sack? Correct. Yes. Cool. Which you are uh, all too familiar with, friend. Yeah, I've worn the I've worn the butt sack before. And it holds it holds uh, dick urine. Dick urine. Yeah, I'm gonna call it dick urine. It holds dick urine very good. <laughs> this is awesome. Are you just gonna spend the entire evening creating new terms? I, I could. Awesome, man. Just let me talk. It will not stop. <laughs> you rules, know that. Man. Yes, it's the one downfall. Mouth, mouth, there's mouth piss, dick urine, and butt vomit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude jizz, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. So we're going to have, uh, later tonight, we're going to have uh, Chris Sini talking uh, talking dork newspapers. And we're going to have um, <laughs> we're gonna have Eric Akison, who is famous for playing um, computer screen events. He plays electronic newspaper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> electronic news. Nice. <laughs> You're a lot better at this than I am, I admit it. <laughs> You have to have, you have to have something wrong with your brain to be able to make. <laughs> and at this time later tonight, we're gonna eat some pork or some pig strips too. Yes. Some hamburger meat. That <laughs> just doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hamburger meat. any of you have, have any of you ever eaten hamburgers out there? And by hamburgers, I mean bacon, because that's what we're referring to it as tonight. Why do they call hamburgers hamburgers if they're not made of? It's because of it, it is because of where they're originated from. They, it is Hamburg, Germany. I thought it was Hamburg, Michigan. It, it is not. I, I was hoping when I first researched this that that is what it was from, but it, it actually is refers to same reason why it's called Buffalo Wings because it's from Buffalo, <laughs> New York. They are called hamburgers because they originated. I'm sure they didn't originate there, but that is where they came. They from. just took credit for it. They took credit for the it. The Germans exactly. probably conquered whoever took whoever really created them, yeah. and then just like, oh, those things are delicious. Let's. You know, yeah, that's why it's called chicken because it's from chicken Croatia. Oh, that no kidding! Why yes. it is called that? I didn't know. Turkey that. from Turkey, 
Yeah. No. Duh. No. <laughs> it's actually from China. Oh. What about chili? Is chili from Chile? Absolutely. Oh, okay. In Chinese, they call China turkey. <laughs> oh. And they call turkey new turkey. Is it Mandarin or... That's where oranges come from. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, mandarins are from... <laughs> I'm from Mandarin, Australia. Oh, okay. This one. Hope everyone's clear now. Yeah. <laughs> geography lessons over. <laughs> What's geography? <laughs> well, geography is a study that originated in geography, West Virginia. Oh, cool. No, I, I do believe geography is an old, old wooden ship. <laughs> I doubt the company would be. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> Soundboard's quiet in my ears. Might just be the mixer, everyone. That's what Adam mouthed and didn't want us to hear on the air. Adam Adam mouthed what? Hey, a sweet So Lickless and I are finally done crying over the fact that we missed the dead cast week where you guys got to discuss Nate Dog. Yes. Who is a major hero of both of us. Yes, he, he we uh, introed, I believe, with regulators. Hey, he's still dead. We can, we can still talk <laughs> about Oh, that's a good point. Deadcast. Dead part two, Nate Dog. Still dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after all did, these days, still dead. We did we did discuss. He comes back. Oh. Yeah, we did discuss, was it the one in the hole or one of the, or the 15 in the clip oh, that got him? Oh, 16 in the clip. <laughs> oh, it was 15 in the it clip. It might be 15. One in the hole. No, it's 16 in the clip. The, the reason I know this is because as as a bit of a gun nut like I am, I've always listened to that song and thought, what the hell kind of gun is he carrying? I don't know if like, I thought, any I thought major sure the gun. song was 15 in the clip. I'm yeah, but after, the after he died, there's only 15 left in the clip. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe more if he went down in a blaze of glory. Or maybe less if he went down in a blaze of glory. Because, I mean, if he had a Beretta, Is that a young man's reference? He could... On uh, purpose? No, it wasn't. Because that's where the regulators, oh, regulators come from? good call. No, it wasn't. I thought you were trying to tie no, it. No, I <laughs> wasn't. Sorry I, sorry, I wrecked that. No, you made it awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was carrying a Beretta, he'd have 15 to clip one in the hole. If he was carrying a Glock, it'd be 17 to clip one in the hole. Or more. Or it's important to be able Maybe to he just doesn't combat well. bullets ready to fire. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> When you're chilling with Nate Dog and Warren G hang out, it, it is important. Yeah, the, I mean, they just they felt the need. I just like it. They they were taking Warren's wealth. No, man. I know. <laughs> they felt the need to just. They woke up that morning. And they're like, man, we gotta. There's way too many people alive on our block. Maybe we gotta change that. I maybe in your neighborhood, when you need to go make a body turn cold, you do it one at a time. But Nate Dog's got to make several bodies turn cold when he's you know helping out his boy. Warren G. Two in the head, and you know they're dead. That's the way. That's the philosophy right there. Um, Thank you. Morgan Freeman taught me that. Thanks, Lick Dog. (laughs) (laughs) One city where it's a little bit more safe is Detroit. Uh, The census info was released. Oh, man. Did you hear how far we dropped? Yeah, dip below 713,000. We lost 200,000 people. Which, uh, (laughs) you know what they're saying, though? They're saying if you're under 750, though, you. They can't charge a city tax anymore, which would be an even yeah. bigger hit well, to the city if they can't do that. I don't know. I don't know if Bing said this or what, but he's like, "Well, you know, they didn't. They didn't count all the people." I want to recount. Bing.com is his website. If anyone wants to yeah, check it out, you can do a recount. Well, well, Detroit is famous for their recounts. They, they recounted in the past to get over a million. He said for they, this, for oh, similar they didn't reason. count anybody that was in jail or anything like. They're that. not arrested. <laughs> they're not there by their own. Like, oh, I'm. I live in they Detroit. Also, like, no, I'm stuck in Detroit. They also say they don't count the homeless, which is. 
which is huge. <laughs> huge population. Well, not, which years ago <laughs> when you, you know, shouldn't. maybe not <laughs> you, after this winter. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they lived here uh, in November. Trust me, they ain't here anymore. You know, you get big time federal funding for being over a million years ago when they dropped under a million in the, I believe it was the 1990 census. I want to yeah, say yeah. they um, went out and were ca- started counting homeless people. That's crazy. Homeless thinking. people, and I think they did count some people in the jails and stuff like in that. In 1950, when the population in America was much, much lower than it is now. I, mean, I think, what was it, 313 or 318 mm-hmm. or something that they're saying for America now? Yeah. Detroit was at 2.5 million in 1950. Sure. So, you know, you're talking about... That's huge. Yeah. Keep Jesus, in mind, though, most of those people in the Detroit area did not leave the Detroit area. They actually, I now we have a, a suburban area of Detroit that's well over three million. They just left even the, with the, the city specifically. Exactly. What I couldn't believe is you could fit Manhattan and Boston within the Detroit city limits, which is. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, I, I believe that's that. what they said in the census, and uh, there was this holy shit documentary too that uh, Bonet and I were watching couple weeks ago um that actually johnny knoxville does about detroit and they talk I heard about, about that. there too it's actually a really cool documentary uh, i think you could get it you can find it on youtube but yeah they said you could fit they did the diagram and everything too <laughs> yeah they put they put manhattan and they put boston the city limits of those cities inside the limits of detroit so oh, shit. detroit gets a ton of money from people who live outside the city but work in the city who they tax? I mean, they, they take income tax yeah. out, and that that's a huge hit. That's, yeah, that'll a be lot nice. of auto workers, a lot of uh, exactly. You're talking about computers down there, and uh, exactly yeah. all the auto industry. A lot of rich casino oh, yeah. work down there who get taxed pretty heavily, and that that you know helps out the city. Which has always been a, a source of contention with oh. these people because they don't have a say; they can't exactly. vote in anything, but they're paying for a lot. Oh, a lot of pissed off. I and mean, this is going to make some people happy, but in turn, there's a reason why they do that. I mean, they're not the only people in the world who are you know getting taxed in that area. They don't live. Well, hopefully, yeah. Well, hopefully they, you know, people start moving back because, you know, the mayor and everything has that new incentive for police officers to move back into the city and, uh, you know, about the taxes and everything like that too. So hopefully people start moving back. And there's, I mean, it's like anything. It, it has to hit rock bottom before I think it can rebuild. on that. The next I really census isn't for another ten years though. So that's true. Yeah, you, you, it's not. I mean, they got that's ten, ten long years of. Not being able to get that cash. Yeah, trying. It's gonna be dark. It's gonna be tough. They could just do a recount, fake the shit out of it, get an extra forty (laughs) thousand people, and exactly. And it sounds crappy, but they're not the only city out there. uh, You know, you know, milking their numbers to get to one of these points. You know, they gave up on the million point, obviously, because they're significantly away from there. It was not realistic anymore. (laughs) But I mean, that's it's a huge hit for them. I I didn't look at any a lot more of the data from uh, the census stuff, but. I do know in the 2000, after the 2000 census, they had released one of my fun facts that I retained for some reason about Manhattan, that if, um, because Manhattan's was densely populated, uh, Mm -hmm. I guess city or it's a borough, but uh, in in America, if Manhattan had the population density of Alaska, which is the lowest population density, uh, there'd be 31 people living in Manhattan. Wow. Are you serious? That's amazing. That's How many really do they got? They have like three million friends on that island or whatever the hell yeah. they got. Which is actually, I mean, it is amazing. I mean, obviously, I know Manhattan in this country. You, you talk about cities; it's like it's it's the place. It is like the place to be where a lot of people you just like strive to live there. Just a lot of works there, but even then, it is such a small place. It is amazing people continually try to move there. Like, you think like, what's the breaking point for a city where you're just like, okay, like we no more people, guys. And evidently, it's not happening. City's closed. 
Go home. <laughs> I you stick to the back street and the whore houses. <laughs> I forgot how awesome that voice is. I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's more awesome than I remembered. They blame the way. That's so cool. I forgot how many just quotable lines there are from that movie as well. You're awesome, Diggler, by the way. You already Oh, uh, let's roll into current dead cast, I guess, since sure. we dabbled in Nate Dog a little bit. Liz Taylor. Yes. Liz I, I'm surprised she was only 79, actually. I thought she was a lot older than that. But She started. I mean, she was like 12 she was, when she was first. Started whoring, yeah. It seemed like she lived like three of my lifetimes already. <laughs> that bitch was old. Can you remember her a few years ago at the, what was it, like a, a music awards or something when she was on stage and she was, she must have been on, you know, medicated on something, but yeah, it was, her yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. She seemed like a, uh, I don't know why they feel the need to throw those people out there like that. It's like they do with, uh, Douglas, the yeah. older Douglas, Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, but he was Oscars having a ball, though. I thought it was hilarious. I, it, yeah, I thought it was horrible. Fucking had a I boner really on stage. Really? It, I did. I, I thought just, it was great. It's like it rubbing like one out to Anne Hathaway, practically. Yeah, but he seemed like he was having fun, but at the same time watching it, it's like, ugh. Yeah, I just, I just feel bad watching it. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. They take these people who've accomplished so much, and then they just throw them up there, and you, they don't even really know where they're at, it seems like, and just, I don't know. I think it's sad. No, I I can see that in like the Liz Taylor. It was the Golden Globes when she almost announced the winner like an hour. I think that's the, the one I was talking about. Yeah. Um, but like her, I felt bad for that because it seemed like she actually like had no idea what she was doing. Kurt Douglas, I can see it because it was very strange. But sure. like you're saying, it did seem like he knew what he was doing. Like it's is even though it was ridiculous, it, it seemed looked like, like a train wreck. But he was laughing. Yeah, he he. I think he was. He knew it was going to be ridiculous. But I think in his head, he was still thinking, "This is hilarious. I can't believe they're letting me do this." <laughs> they just yeah. They just need to. If they're going to do that, give them like a tenth of the time, and they need to coach them better. Just just get them out there and you know let them do that and you know hey, just they. It seemed like with Kurt Douglas, they just let him go forever. Oh yeah. And it's, I don't know. It just seemed like a train wreck. It's one of those things though, because he's Kirk Douglas. It's like. If you if you let them do that, people are gonna be like, I can't believe you let them do that. But if they just like caught him short and kicked him up, they'd be like, Oh my God, That's what true. are you crazy? That's Kirk Douglas. So it's kind of like maybe you just don't invite him. <laughs> For sure, you can't kick him off, or you're just gonna be totally lambasted <laughs> as a producer. So. You know, I didn't, I didn't know about this one, but uh, Nancy Pelosi was hospitalized in Italy. Really? After uh, having a fainting spell. Damn, so close. <laughs> <laughs> Can't she just stay? Can't she just stay over there in Italy? I heard it's really nice over there. She could probably find a nice villa or whatever. Mm, I would love it if Nancy Pelosi. They probably can't wait to send her back. <laughs> <No>. though. <laughs> just, just stay there, Nancy. Please, please stay there. And I and I'm you know I'm I'm on that other side of the spectrum usually where she's at. But oh no, I usually am uh, too. But she's one that's just like oh man. It's, you, you make it hard for me to... She's one of those I don't know anybody that likes Nancy Pelosi. I don't either. I mean, I know a lot of liberals and a lot of Democrats, and it just <laughs> seems all like hate everybody her. hates Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Sarah Palin's getting to that level, I think, with, with a lot of... Uh, she's been there. Yeah. She, she's no, there. She's you're you're, you're yeah. a, a liberal, Adam. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you hate Sarah Palin. I'm not a liberal. liberal. That's what I'm saying. The conservatives that hated Nancy oh, yeah. Pelosi with a loathing yeah. passion for two decades. But now, like Squirrel's saying... Us right-minded people are saying that <laughs> Sarah Palin just needs to shut her mouth pretty soon. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, she has hit that thing where when you start making people 
that support you mad it's like that's you got to look at that and be like okay maybe i'm kind of screwing up if you guys if you want to talk about a reason why um a lot of conservatives get pissed off if you guys did you guys happen to see the bill maher thing where she was uh where he was ripping on sarah palin I bill, bill maher, heard about it. i heard he got a lot of shit for it uh not really um i mean kind of i guess in the yahoo article he did I mean, they okay. were trashing him. But. Well, did they trash the uh, the women's movement that talked about him? No. The, uh, I, I'm, I should have the name of the exact, you know, the women's lib organization that, um, that made this blog post. But Bill Maher on his show called Sarah Palin a dumb bitch. And... <laughs> The women's lib movement or whatever, who's supposed to be, you know, out you know, yeah, against right. stuff like that. Four days later, after it's finally issued a statement, and their statement was, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but um, basically their statement was, oh, no, progressive-minded men and women really ought to cut this out. You're acting like conservatives, and then spent that that <laughs> took awesome that, <laughs> that took that took up less than one third of the blog post uh-huh. was them saying, "Hey, you, you know what? You probably shouldn't do this." I don't believe they ever mentioned Bill Maher specifically. They said, "Hey, you shouldn't do this," and then they took the rest of that blog post to rip on conservatives, who at this particular point did nothing actually <laughs> it said that it was uh then they went on to also say that it was it was basically a conservative conspiracy was what they were getting at was to it's try to get way. was to try to get them to waste their valuable time supporting sarah palin but i mean this was i love how both sides continue to fight when at the end of the day we know they're always it doesn't matter they're just gonna fuck us it doesn't matter what party <laughs> exactly. they're for. Yeah, we still feel the need to, like, rally behind one. <laughs> they, they go about it in different ways, but you're right. Ultimately, it's our asses that they head towards. What is your favorite hole? <laughs> the booty hole. Really, they should have just released a really quick thing that said, I, we don't agree with calling any woman a bitch, but if you were going to call any woman a bitch, Sarah, pa- Sarah Palin was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> they could have tweeted that. Which, I mean, by by Bill Maher calling her a dumb bitch, that's basically just going on to say she's dumb and using bitch as just an everyday term to describe a woman. Which he could have just said she's a dumb woman. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because the article wasn't the thing wasn't about her being a bitch. Yeah. You know, you know, in the traditional sense of being a bitch, where you're just you know. An asshole who happens to have a vagina, but yeah, the, um, did anyone else die? <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> I mean, Liz Taylor's a big. That's a yeah, big that big is big. One. Yeah, I did hear though that Westboro Baptist Church is packing up. Oh, who they? What? Yes. Yeah, to Liz Taylor's funeral. Are you serious? Yeah. What did yeah. she do? Oh, I guess she, she supports the games. I was. She was friends with Michael Jackson, and I think their official statement said that she's um, there's burning together and i don't know mm-hmm. well, yeah and after uh cool. what was it the uh she she had uh basically started the aids research in this country oh, gave, no, gave 380 million dollars to over the years to aids research after it was after rock hudson died yeah. she started yeah, the yeah. foundation right? yeah, it was I was like actually, in 1983 it was really early mm-hmm. i was actually kind of happy there for a second because i thought they were packing up and stopping yeah, you right. know <laughs> no i mean and i hope don't people die. don't take this the wrong way but i i really hope they do it I hope they go to Liz Taylor's funeral because whatever moronic support these guys have throughout the world 
will will dissipate. I oh, think completely will, yeah. once they you see her at Elizabeth Taylor's funeral. Did you hear what happened to their website? All their websites? No. We you ever hear? You someone, ever hear the hacker group Anonymous? A, no, I heard they they got a DDoS attack. I think didn't they? a hacker group Anonymous actually DDoS. went and shut down all of their websites. Really? And oh, it's uh, called uh, deliberate denial of service. That's what you probably think. a bunch of gay people screwing at their <laughs> website. Pretty much. <laughs> you know how good gay people are with computers. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're, they're known for. Fabulous. <laughs> you can't blame the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who's um? The fault of the way. It was some- cut this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> it was someone's funeral recently. Who's? Oh, God. Who's their father said? Or if they protest, then they're bringing guns or something like that. Uh, yeah, I yeah. heard about well, that. Well, I was uh, one of the Marines that, that Did died. they ever show up to that one? I don't, I don't know. know. They puss out? Hmm. Oh, these, they, these guys are eventually going to get capped or oh, just yeah. bludgeoned. A baseball bat is the weapon I would choose. Because that's just more fun. It would take way longer. No, I'd drive the funeral procession through it and let everyone take a stab. <laughs> just everyone just Hand out <laughs> knives at the funeral. That, no, just everyone just driving all over the grass, trying to run them down as a... Running for safety. <laughs> do you think how many people, when one of these guys does get capped eventually, how many people do you think are going to show up to protest that funeral? Oh, that'd be awesome. It's going to be enormous. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to think about it really because it's going to be it's going to be ugly in an awesome way. Oh, for sure. That's how ugly becomes beautiful. <laughs> and that's what they say at all the funerals. Actually, that's their normal thing. The bad part is no one realizes you're supposed to treat it like the. Like the stupid kid in like third grade and just ignore, just ignore him. him. Yeah, <laughs> and so, as soon as you stop giving him airtime and news articles and stuff like that, oh, absolutely, it's not gonna be worth their time. But that's not what we do. Nope, exactly. It doesn't matter. The media, well, whatever they can get ratings for, so it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Speaking of people being abused, you guys, I'm sure, have seen that. You guys, who was it that sent me the uh, video of that kid in Australia? Suplex oh, in that kid. Goofed it, I think. Oh, yeah, was that it? was goof. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. That was that was awesome. Yeah, we saw that in news, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, look shit, up, that uh, look up oh, Casey man. Haynes or um, the Australian kid or bullied. Basically, this this big kid looks like he's faces us faces us every day. You could just kind of tell by his demeanor. He's just mm-hmm. this smaller kid is like jumping around on like he's Muhammad Ali, like bouncing and like <laughs> punching this kid in the face until this kid just snaps. And, oh my god, he dropped him on his, he body slammed him on his head. He like oh, turned yeah. him over and it's doing that. And then the kid's standing up and it's like he can't he couldn't stand on one of his legs, like limping around like a dog that just got hit by a car. People were commenting that I think you commented artifact that your favorite part was when he limped away. My favorite part was when his other buddy then steps up like, oh, I'll, I'll put a stop to this. And his other buddy, who is bigger yeah. than him, you know, he's like approaching the size of this other kid, walks up and he's going to be like, hey, what's up? And then the other kid just like looks at him like, what, you want to get suplexed? <laughs> and he does nothing. <laughs> totally backs off, which I thought was awesome. No, yeah. You don't have any fucking friends except me. <laughs> who is that? Uh, uh, Ralph Macho. We got everybody in studio this week. Yeah. Is that Gibson? Yeah. Oh, it is? <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> oh, wait, I got that too. He was, he was be- breathing one, breathing two, and breathing three buttons on the sound. 
I mean, that's just poor choice that he decided to talk on the phone while he was exercising. I mean, that's just, everyone knows that's like the worst time you talk to people. <laughs> she was or he was having a child. That too? Yeah, Mel Gibson has been known to give birth in the past, so. And he always does it over the phone. That was, no, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger in junior. Oh, yeah. He did, man. I'm kind of getting turned on right now. <laughs> Hot. Do we? Uh, I mean, or do we have a gradius moment of the week? Like any? Yeah. Well, yeah. Does anyone have anything? Anybody do anything? I didn't do it, but week? someone at my work did it. Oh yeah, I don't okay. care about it. Yeah, Qualifies. I actually, I actually thought um, Nicholas had showed up to my work. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> because uh, wore a diaper. I went to go pee in the urinal, and the entire like the corner next to the urinal, because it's like kind of next to like this little like kind of next to the wall, like that separates the sinks and the urinal. He's just a giant puddle of piss. Like someone just intentionally pissed <laughs> all over the wall and ground. Or was, I don't know, texting while they're peeing and pissing all over the wall. Okay, That's that like, I've done. <laughs> I've never done intentionally, but... But it was everywhere. I'm like, it, it was not, it's not like you hear a different sound like when you piss on a wall and go, sure. oh, shit, and then yeah. correct your stream. It was like, oh, fuck it, I'm just pissing on the wall. <laughs> hey, nobody else is in here. I better get out of here before they find <laughs> yes, out. Exactly. <laughs> I like sure as hell am not cleaning up my own piss. Yeah, I mean, so. really, how do you do I got janitors for that shit. <laughs> we did have a lot so of clients gross. in that day, so it could have been someone who was mad at our company. Oh, maybe. Last time you screw us. <laughs> there is a, it's an epidemic at my work every day. I would say, I would say every day. It might be, at least, it's at least three times a week. I walk into the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, obviously take a shit. It's going to smell. And I look, sure enough, the exact same toilet. I look in it, just clogged with shit and about a thousand pieces of toilet paper, and it's never flushed. I'm I'm guessing it's the same person. Oh, is Artifact there playing fill the bowl? You got to fill the bowl, man. It's like at least three times a week, and it's just like, come on. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm not flushing it because if that thing fucking if that thing clogs that is not my responsibility <laughs> so i'm not dealing with it they took plungers out like a year ago so it's kind of a, a crapshoot oh, really? no pun intended it's a crapshoot anyway <laughs> to take a massive crap there because they're like man like, why'd you get rid of the plungers is there only one one toilet actual toilet no 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 it's, there's, it's a full there's several yeah okay, okay. so there well, is more to somebody's go somebody's got a fave yes exactly and it sucks because that's the one i like it's the <laughs> handicap one of course <laughs> I think we know who's been clogging it, dude. It's always your favorite. <laughs> God, I thought that was real. <laughs> and that's the thing. He clogs it, and then he has clogging amnesia. Yeah. Gets up, turns around, and goes, oh, man, what the fuck did somebody do? Wickless <laughs> <laughs> is like the guy from Memento, but only when bodily functions are involved. <laughs> he immediately forgets. I, I know for a fact that he does, and he definitely doesn't forget, but he does not flush when he pisses sometimes. <laughs> no, I do that on purpose. I mean, Why? Because like, he's green. Not as much like, anymore, but... like the house to smell like green? <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, send it down. You know? <laughs> it's the rules, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I stopped doing... I, I still do it on occasion. Yeah, but it's not very often. No, no, uh, but uh, for uh, like a year... Actually, I think it was when we first moved in. I, I, I apologize that you had to go through this phase with me, but um, it was like a month straight. <laughs> we grew together. <laughs> I, I went through this phase where I was like, this is stupid. I, you know, I'm just peeing how much water I'm wasting. I figured it out, and I'm like, this is stupid. So for like a month straight... You got the calculator and... 
You check the back. Well, There's I a have gallon a every time I flush. Check the back of the tank for how many gallons per flush. Yes, and all I have that. to use a calculator because I'm I'm shit at math. So um, I figured out I'm like, wow, that's a lot of water wasted. So for like a month straight, I just never. I always flush with shit because that's gross. But um, I would not flush, and it was like a month afterwards I flushed it. I was like, ooh, this is like staining the toilet. Even I tried to scrub it, and it took forever. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. It's not worth having this gross green, <laughs> greenish yellow. Actually, Nicholas, I, I went through a, a similar phase where the exact really? same thing okay. happened to me. It's just like, wow, it's... Well, for the same reason. I just wanted to just save like water, water, you know. Water, I just, you know. You know fuck I'm, the water. As much as, you know, America, we don't have to save water. More Michi- importantly, we Michigan. live in Michigan. Yeah. I just... No, I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm green. I can be liberal about some things. I, I'm, I just... Don't like to waste. Waste not want. That's yeah. my philosophy. But it is. It's awfully hard. It's a lot harder to keep your toilet clean. It's almost impossible. All right, listen. I know you. You don't use the toilet to pee. And you probably go out of your door wall and piss outside. Well, he goes next to the dumpster and hope, sometimes, hope, yeah. hopes that it's stocked with beer. Because you know? it's closer to your couch. I know. Why does he walk outside? Just like Sometimes in the winter months, I use one of the two bathrooms in my place. You suffer from... um. Homo unerected. Whoa! Oh my god. You would like you would like you would like my kids, Nicholas, because they never flush a toilet ever. I mean, I don't know if they just forget or just. I like to I like to fill the bowl at home. My wife doesn't like to play, so she doesn't. She might be able. So I go inside the tank and disconnect the plunger, the flusher from the little lifter. Are you serious? That way she's forced to play. Do you up her deck it while you're there? I should. And I'm sure you empty your daughter's diapers in there so she can play too. You gotta reuse them. It's too bad Bex isn't here this week when this came up because Bex is really into upper decking toilets. Has he ever done it? He talks about it an awful lot, so I mean, I he think, better have done it. I think back in his college days, I think he was, I think he was upper deck in every toilet in town. <laughs> and speaking awesome. of Bex, uh, I just want to let you guys know that I am part of Team Bex. <laughs> <laughs> to, I, this is this is regarding the removal of Lickles and I from the show, correct? Yeah. But the thing is, Gucci's hasn't showed up, but <laughs> once in the last month or two. There uh, might be a spot open. That's Goof, very if you're listening, get your ass back here, or your seat's going to be taken. Yeah, we do have a replacement just waiting in the wings for you. And you've met him. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. You've yeah. done a show with him. Yep. Yep. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. Um, Secondary, grouchiest moment of the week. I read this article, and um, it, it cracked me up because mainly the title was so stupid. It was actually one of the top stories on Yahoo. It's stupid, so of course it's one of the top stories. It was. The t- I think that the the keyword was uh, New York spaghetti fight. I'm like, okay, got it. This is. So there was this. <laughs> it's a, there's a video, of course, because there's a video for everything now. Of these two pe- this dude walked onto New York subway and just had a plate of spaghetti and just started eating, it. <laughs> which I think is funny and stuff. And someone got pissed, and then they started, fought, you know, fist fighting. <laughs> a brawl Why? started. So there's this huge, I mean, it's a long-ass article on Yahoo talking about this, because evidently this is, like, a problem on Subway. What? So People eating? People eating. What's wrong with people eating on a Subway? Okay, this is what, gross, no, I think but it's, why not? So, of course, there's, uh, as usual... You eat on the toilet, so yeah, yeah, your opinion's skewed. But yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta have some snacks while you're Which, in there. Go ahead, Lickless, but we're getting back to you eating <laughs> on the toilet That's right fine. after this. I support my eating of 
food on the shitter. <laughs> no, so the article's really funny because it goes into like great detail about other things. They're like, there's this group who is trying to make it illegal to eat on the subway. It's like, okay, first of all, like, of course you have to make it illegal. Everything's got to be a Everything fucking law. Everything has to be a fucking yeah. law. So they're going to all this. And then in the middle of the article, they're like, they're like, this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then all the while, they're like, and then Tom, you know, whatever. Tom Cartwell said... He doesn't mind it while he eats a piece of fried chicken on the other side of the subway. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, is this, is this just seem like a fan article someone wrote? Because I'm like, you're not sourcing anything. You're like, not even talking about anything. It was kind of funny. Listen, if I had to travel, I don't know, like 30 minutes or yeah. 45 minutes uptown or wherever, depending on what borough you live in, I might, I might pack a breakfast sandwich or something and hop on the subway and then... Once it gets rolling, you know, get situated yeah. and have your breakfast. It yeah. makes sense. I'm not saying I would bring, like, a plate I would not bring a of dish spaghetti. of spaghetti, no. <laughs> well, um, they were, and they were saying, you know, one of the, the directors... I think a sandwich is appropriate for the subway. Completely. Or Fried chicken is gray area, depending on, uh, like, if you brought an entire bucket or something. That might be a little over the line, but... Um, <laughs> Well, I don't know. You gotta dispose of the bones and stuff with that too. So we're all on the subway. <laughs> exactly. I heard it's not the greatest place in the world. Anyway, <laughs> there was one person. They're like, "Well, I saw this one guy eating barbecued chicken with no napkins." <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, who wouldn't want to see that? That's so awesome. But uh, they were at the end. They basically that transit guy. He's like, "No." He's like, uh, "Yeah, I don't see how you could enforce this law." First of all, and then they're like, "In second, there is." There is food vendors right next to the subway. He's like, you, that is an industry. You can't just destroy an industry because some people are grossed out by food on the subway. So it's a funny, it's a funny read, basically. And at the end, they're just like, yeah, we're not gonna <laughs> live with it, basically. Well, as as we all know, you know, the the new hotness in American culture is if you disagree with something, it a needs lot. to be legislated. Yeah, you need to legislate the hell out of it. We've become a Ooh, I don't like that. That needs to be illegal. <laughs> okay. I don't like fish and chips. Why are you allowed to buy that? <laughs> so something is bothering. Something is barely affecting my daily life. Yet I need to take away someone else's liberty to uh, to enforce that. Because what happens one day? You're starving. You've been on the subway. It breaks down. You've got that Italian sub in your backpack, and you just yeah. you're not allowed to munch on that thing. Exactly. I mean, I think I'm a little bit more with artifact i think if i was riding the subway every day i would probably you know maybe eat like a muffin or yeah. a donut or something i mean a plate of spaghetti well, then where do you draw the line will it, it, well, it, be, written would it be written into the bill that only breakfast related items can be eaten on a no, subway I, I don't think no any. italian food <laughs> sandwiches with a outside dimensions less than 12 inches i'm just talking about my personal preference i believe if you want to eat you know measuring sandwich can be no more than six by six <laughs> you have to like put it in this little scanner and right. it like scans it it can be eight by four or six by uh, six but just no no full meal you can't have a foot long sub you have to get a six inch sub from subway snacking only <laughs> you it also can't weigh more than 0.75 pounds yeah they put it in the thing you're like sir you must take approximately four bites of this sandwich before you walk onto the subway. You need to eat two inches off that sub. <laughs> now. And then all you're going to do is cause obesity. This leads to obesity, America. <laughs> but I thought it was a funny read. Just, uh, you know, Google uh, you know, New York spaghetti fight. I shall. It's fun. It's good stuff, man. That's what the internet's for. Real, The real news. <laughs> 
So, um, definitely true. Lickless, back to you. Back to eating in the crapper. Yes. Um, this this is something you do on a regular basis, right? Not a regular basis, honestly. More than once in your life. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Okay, the regular basis. No, I'm just saying I haven't really done, done it. That. Yeah. I'm not. I actually, what I do normally is after I work out, I come home and make a protein shake, and then. As I'm getting ready to go take my shower, I always shit before I shower because I figure I'm, if I'm going to wash my ass, I'd rather do it before I clean myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. nothing worse than shitting after you get out of the shower. Right. Oh, so, really? See, that's what I do. <laughs> do you, horrible. So I sit on the toilet it's and horrible. drink my protein shake while I'm crapping. See? I'm not the only one. It's shit. all right, except for when you take a deep breath and you can taste yeah. your own shit. It <laughs> kind of messes up the... Huh? Huh? the yeah, but it adds another element of flavor. Shitting after a shower, it's, it's like, like you're eating your own ass. Yeah. You just wasted a shower, for sure. Yeah. I trust my wiping now, a, skill. A lot of, <laughs> I've heard, I've had this debate actually numerous messy. times with people. Yes. A lot of people prefer right. the 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 post shower shit because they feel like it just slides right out. It, after it does actually. That's why. Yeah, that's why I do. I personally it's prefer the. Yeah, I personally yeah. prefer the get totally nude, and just you know take a dump. You know, and then just walk right into the Rub one if appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Tug one out. Pour some oil on your chest. That way you don't have to wipe. You can just, like, you know, grab your ankles in the shower and just let the, uh, let the shower pour in, into your anus. Oh, it's like a bidet. Yeah. Then you, can work, bidet. then you can work the bar of soap into your butt, and it's not gay because you're cleaning your butt. Oh, for sure. You just got to make sure not to work it too much because you can lose it. I like to, again, this is totally not gay. <laughs> I like to completely soap up my middle finger and then just... <laughs> Let's we'll see how deep I can get it. <laughs> you, you jam it up there. You jam it up there far enough, just just, just far enough so you don't ejaculate. The, the only problem with this is that sometimes, sometimes this like creates creates a situation where I have to take a shit, and then that you know, sometimes it should always create a situation. Exactly. That's like why you do it. You know, and then then you find yourself in this situation where I'm not, like you know, I'm not pre shower shitting or post shower shitting. I'm mid shower shitting, which is bummer. <laughs> that would really suck. Oh my god! Shitting in the shower? I've never done that before. Have you? No. Oh, okay. Gross. You seem, I, I've you, I've you stopped. Seem like you might. <laughs> I've stopped a shower in the middle because like, oh my god, I gotta. Oh yeah, definitely. And then you know, turned it off, popped out, taken a dump, popped back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of you're like soaking wet. Oh, I hate it. It's it sucks. so gross. It sucks. <laughs> I haven't had that happen in years. Actually, I have a lot of. I'd rather want another shit though halfway <laughs> through than shit afterwards. Wait, what's that? I'd rather shit halfway through the shower than shit afterwards. Not me. I'm all dry and stuff. <laughs> you know what though? I mean, that might be the best of both worlds. St- start your shower. You know, get all soaped up. And then you know, cop out. You then still you can. Get, you still get the steamed anus and the yeah. quick release of the poop. And then you still get to clean afterwards. afterwards when you you can your still clean I got, I've, I've got a question. If you shit before you get into the shower, yeah. or shit during the shower, do you wipe? You're talking about getting out and getting back. Oh, yes. you have yeah. to wipe. Yeah, definitely. Get a, get a large majority of the product, and the rest <laughs> yeah. you can take care of in the shower. Yeah, I'm not gonna wipe as vigorously as I normally do, but um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe to see blood, right? That's that is my mo. That's what I do. Because you know, if you see blood, then you know you've gotten too, you too deep. Yeah, you've gotten too deep. <laughs> Same with like you know waxing your earwax. You know, just when we're like, oh fuck, that hurts. I must be clean. You know, put the Q-tip in until your ears ring. Is that what I usually, does? That I, is. What I usually wipe until I feel my taint splitting. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's no, that's a good one. Yeah, when your taint is gone, your butt is clean. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I haven't done the eating in the shower and actually. No, in, have you given years. that up? I'm not given up. I just haven't made a point to do it. I, just, I mean, I used to make like a sandwich. I remember. Stuff. I vividly remember you telling me that you would like be clinching, clinching in the kitchen, so you could deliberately like grab a snack. Oh, you didn't totally. Want to be stuck in there without a snack. Yeah, make like a turkey sandwich, get a glass of orange juice, and then set up camp. I do a lot of times on the weekend, especially That's bring a cup of coffee in the oh, and the cracker with me. Always, you know? yeah. Which kind of grosses me out because you're looking at this just like pure black substance <laughs> <laughs> as your like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> to me it's all about circumstance. I mean, like when I come home from work and I need to get ready to go to the gym and I need to eat something, but I also need to take a shit. Well, I don't want to spend time doing. You know, them separately, so I uh, eat a sandwich while I'm taking a dump. We live in a, <laughs> we live in a multitasking culture. We do. Absolutely. We do. So this is what you do. It's America. You got to do whatever it takes to get ahead. And if that means eating on a subway, damn it, you should be allowed to do it. I, I do believe that, um, you know, multitasking while you're taking a dump is the only thing that has kept the newspapers alive in this country. To be honest with you. Oh, I mean, because yeah, I, I, so many people read it online, but I think there's just those people that just like don't want to take their laptop in the shitter with oh, them. Oh, anytime, and this still goes to the day, anytime I have to make an uh, important phone call, I always do a long shit. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. The vast majority of times I'm talking to you guys, oh, absolutely. I'm taking a dump. I would I would take my <laughs> laptop in there, but as all of us in the studio know, I'd have to plug it in because obviously the battery doesn't work. Dude, oh, man, we should just have toilets in the office. That would fucking rule. I think we should do a grouty from, like, from a bathroom? Like, just each one of us, you know, not... Come here. Just we, we'll. We all Skype in from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude, that'd be great. The shit oh cast. The shit god. cast. Yep. <laughs> I. The only other task I do besides shitting on the actual shitter is I'm sometimes on my phone, which some uh, texting or whatever that that grosses me out enough. But well, I have to be texting if I'm pooping. You have to be. It helps. Relax you know whatever happened to stupid. whatever happened to reading though. I mean nobody. Oh, I do. Oh, do I know that is. Oh, I always read. I mean because I read the texts that come in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm either I'm either on my phone like not talking to somebody, but I'm either on my laptop or. Uh, I never understood the books in the bathroom. Honestly, the reading in the bathroom. It's like really? I'm not in there to, to fucking hang out. I'm I in am. there to get oh, feces. It's the most comfortable place oh, yeah. in the house. Oh, yeah, 20, 30 minutes I'm, every time. Absolutely. I'm in there to get feces out of my. My love I hole, love, love and then I'm out. I'm there until all my orifices are drained. I'm done when the article's over with. I'm done, or the chapter's done. Either way. When I <laughs> a few years back, there's a bathroom right off our office at uh, my day job. Um, you know, years back, and um, I just one time inadvertently left a book in there. I don't even know if I left in there, but it was my book. But it just got left in there, and once that year was over. Everyone on my crew had read the entire book <laughs> just from going in the bathroom and, you know. Oh, yeah. You read a chapter at a time. Yeah. If anyone's interested in telling us your your pooping habits or anything, you can feel free to call in 734-259-4941. Or you can text in at 248-429-7729. As always, we got these, uh, these guys dr- combing the Facebooks and the internets. So you can feel free to post a comment. <laughs> Which? <laughs> Who is that? Uh, it's ladies' man. <laughs> is that ladies' man? Oh no shit. Oh okay. 
Oh, no, I look. We looks like uh, we got Christine. Thank God we have Christine. <laughs> hey, what's up, Chris? You are on live with the Grouties. How's it going, buddy? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Did you call in to talk about comics or to talk about your shitting habits? We have questions for you. <laughs> um, either either one. I've been listening, so I kind of knew what I was about to be walking into. But yeah. Whatever. Whatever you guys want to start with, I'm prepared either way. All right, we'll, we'll be quick. Eating eating on the toilet, yes or no? Gross. Thank you. Thank no. you. <laughs> what about reading? Do you, do you read, you're a comic book guy. We'll segue into this. Do you read your comics on the, or do you like try and find a nice comfy spot on the couch and they actually enjoy I'm, it without scent? I'm like ridiculously like germaphobic. I like won't even eat oh at like a buffet. So like what? no, I wouldn't read like. Oh, comic you're one of those guys. I'm a germaphobe too, but I still uh, read and type. You yeah, know, go on the internet when I'm taking a shit. So. I know, but that's kind of know you're a disgusting animal. <laughs> <laughs> do you wear plastic gloves in the bathroom in case, like? Uh, no, I don't do. I don't do all that. I just I wash my hands a lot, which I mean I've gotten into a habit of that just because I've got a 11 month old. So you know what I mean. I'm used to having shit on my hands and having to scrub them. But no, I don't read. <laughs> Usually I'll read stuff on like my phone or whatever because I've got like a web enabled phone. So I'll check like Twitter or something like that. But no, I won't read like a like a comic book or something that I'd, you know, I'd have to pick up a little bit later on just so that you all freaked out about getting, like, a little bit of... Unlike your phone, which is totally disposable, you throw one of those out after every shit, right? We don't bag and board, <laughs> we don't bag and board your phone, so... That's true, yeah, that's true. You gotta keep those things no, I mean, pristine. I have, no, I have those, um, those bleach wipes, so I'll just, like, Gross. get the outside of it a quick wash and whatever. Oh, all right, well... You really are a germaphobe. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. I mean, washing your hands one thing, but I mean, if I'm dying for a ham and cheese and I got a shit, they're yeah. happening together. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That no, is... it's, I don't know. It's like the, how can the smell of that be appetizing when you're trying to eat something delicious? You know what I mean? It seems like it... just doesn't bug me. It happens. It doesn't yeah, make sense to me either. I don't. I don't get it. I fart all day long anyway, so I mean, you're gonna smell it either it. way, whether you're eating or not. You're gonna smell your own ass. So you might as well enjoy it and sure. taste. I, I'm not a germaphobe by any means, but it just seems inefficient <laughs> to no. be getting to be evacuating your bowels and filling them at the same time. No, no, that's I just. Guess, I, mean, I can see the. That's I can see the whole evacuating your your bowels before taking a shower thing, because it's like you know it seems like you know I'm about to be washing myself in the shower anyway. You know, that makes sense to me, but not eating shit. Yeah. Well, it's I, because the shower is for masturbating. So, <laughs> yo, definitely. It's pretty much the only reason why I shower. <laughs> the, the real, the real reason I have I shit afterwards is usually I take a shower as soon as I get up. I gotta move around to to knock things loose. The shower loosens the shit up, and then once I'm done, I'm like, there we go, and then God. it's just smooth sailing, you know. <laughs> smooth sailing. It's just like yeah, a see, I push pop. Thing. I shower first thing in the morning because that like wakes me up. Right? Yeah. 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 It's smooth sailing because your asshole is caved out. <laughs> yeah, if you turn me upside down and look closely at my asshole, it would resemble an exploding volcano. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Chris, please be our savior and tell us what is going on in the world of comics before we talk about this for another hour and a half. Um, what's going on in the world of comics? Um... Uh, Who's shitting right now in comics? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Spider-Man like a big one. This <laughs> there's no, there's like, there's no good segue. Fuck. Um, <laughs> the, War of the, Green the War of the Green Lantern started this week. That looks pretty awesome. I mean, I'm kind of shit out of luck because I didn't get to read my book yet this week. <laughs> <laughs> the War of the Green Lanterns, are the good guys fighting good guys now? or 
Well, I put through the first because it's uh, it's going to be essentially like a crossover that's going through all the different Green Lantern books. So I flipped through it like briefly in the store, and uh, from the way it looks, uh, the emotion uh, every different color Lantern Corps has like an emotional entity, and uh, they've been throughout Green Lantern these last couple months. Uh, the Renegade Guardian Krona has been gathering up all of the uh, entities to try to use them in some crazy plot to do something, uh, like take over the universe or destroy it or something like that. So anyway, he, he's got all the entities, and from what I saw in the issue, he actually throws the fear entity into the main Green Lantern power battery. So every Green Lantern ring has been corrupted by Parallax, so now yes. they've all, like all the Green Lanterns are pretty much possessed by Parallax. That's beautiful. And, like flipping out. Oh, so they're like cool. going to attack everybody, but the only people who are uh, immune to it okay. are those who have dealt with the Parallax entity before. So like Kyle Rayner, Al Jordan, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, and Silawag are all, you know, immune to the Parallax thing because they've dealt with it before, but they can't use their ring. So... Yeah, it's, you know, it's basically going to be like, it looks like it's going to be like five guys against the entire Green Lantern Corps. But basically, it's the Green Lanterns the that everybody cares about, right? The, the most famous ones, in essence, are going to be... Dream, yeah, the main ones. Yeah, the human-looking ones. Is Sin- and then Kilog. Well, Kilog's a bad guy. Is Sinestro still alive? Sinestro's uh, still alive, but he... It looks like he got sucked into this the, the Book of the Black, which is like... I it's like the I'm trying to think of it's, it's like some he, I don't know they ran into this person called Larissa Drax who's a story vampire which means like she she's like collects stories and puts them in these giant books and so basically she captured Sinestro and everybody else and now that's why it's kind of Hal Jordan on his own okay because like this I seems said, this seems like it could be one of those stories where it's all these five guys against them, and then because of Sinestro's dealings in the past with the yellow entity, he, he will come out and be like, all right, all right, this is bullshit. Like, you're not more powerful than me, and then he'll, like, team up, you know, and it'd be badass. Probably something like that. It's probably gonna, It could end with Sinestro being the greatest Green Lantern you've ever seen. It seems like that's a theme that's been played out through Green Lantern these last few months. You know, plus he's going to be in the new movie coming out, so they're going to want to get him kind of high profile for that. So, I mean, it it seems like it's going to be sweet. I mean, I like Green Lantern, so I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it just kind of blows. I didn't get a chance to read the read the stuff before I actually came on today. But Have you been shitting too often, list. so you haven't had time to, to uh, um, read the books? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you can ignore that question if you want. <laughs> no, I have, no, I've been busy today. I got... I got scolded on the internet earlier, so my feelings have been hurt by that. I've been off, you know, kind of crying all day, so I had to just do some stuff that made me happy. I went to the, to the <laughs> comic store and all that, you know. I was called unoriginal, and that hurts my feelings. <laughs> you got to let that shit just roll off your back, dude. It's, it's going to happen more and more. <laughs> right, the- because you know what happens if you hold on to the shit too long, you become emotionally <laughs> constipated. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that goes for that, too. Then you can't read ever. Because then you're That's always right. constipated. So then the world is just like a giant toilet you can't shit into. I know. Then who's to say, like, the next thing I don't try to do is, you know, it could be even equally more unoriginal and terrible. So I thought I'm, it was I'm funny glad, seeing you I'm, I'm glad I got that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very funny. 
What else, though? What uh, Any other uh, titles you've uh, read this past uh, couple yeah, what, weeks? What's going on in the world of Marvel, actually, right now, if you don't mind saying? Um, Marvel? Uh, who cares? They're still <laughs> banging each other. <laughs> I no. figured that's what you were going to say. They're getting ready to launch their big event here itself next month, so, like, every, there's nothing really new that I could really talk about. It's all kind of just the same, same old, same old. I mean, the last couple times I've been called in talking about Fantastic Four a lot, so just, there's nothing, I think next month's going to be a little bit bigger for Marvel. This month is The War of the Greenlanders, and then um, also there's this writer named Chris Robertson, who, if Chris Robertson is awesome he's currently writing the superman book he took that over from uh j michael straczynski after he kind of left for whatever reasons but um the guy's awesome he made uh he made himself a lot of big uh fans on the internet with uh last week's issue of superman because there was this old book in the 70s called uh the super dictionary and what it was it was like a dictionary for little kids and they'd have like little mini comic panels for each of the words and one of them was uh, it was talking about the word 40 and it said Lex Luthor has stolen 40 cakes that's as many as four tens and that's terrible well uh, what Chris Robertson did last week in Superman was the flashback to Smallville and he had uh, Clark Kent meeting Lex Luthor for the first time in detention and uh, the reason Lex was in detention was he had stolen uh, 40 cakes from the school bake sale and that was terrible so he kind of <laughs> <laughs> had a little thing from the 70s and has ma- now made it like an official Superman fact that one of the first times Lex Luthor and Clark Kent met was because Lex Luthor stole 40, 40 cakes. So, so ba- basically that, Lex Luthor has a, a major sweet tooth. <laughs> and right. Superman's well, yeah, they said he was like that. mad because he couldn't get like uh, some kind of electron microscope or something. But I mean, either way, he stole 40 cakes and, <laughs> and that's terrible. So, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's bad when you steal stuff. I mean, that's that's the moral of the story, especially when they're baked goods. Thirty cakes is all right, but forty. That's <laughs> once you get over thirty-five, for it's just mean. I think it's a felony. Forty cakes. <laughs> it is, and you're not allowed to eat that on the subway. Anything over either. thirty-eight, correct? I believe right. it's a felony. It, it's felony. It, it, it's like four tens, and you know, four <laughs> tens. That's that's a lot. That's like more than three tens. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anything cool going on in like the indie world that maybe uh maybe some of the comic comic geeks haven't quite uh haven't quite heard of um, um yeah it also goes along with chris robertson with his awesome work on uh, superman if you do pick that up and are just blown away by his stuff there the first trade of his uh, vertigo series i zombie just came out and uh, i zombie is about this uh zombie named gwen but what she is is she's not like a full-on like brain dead zombie what she does is she's like kind of human and uh she needs to eat brains she eats some form of brain every 30 days or because, or she becomes a mindless shuffling zombie. And so what she does is she'll eat the brains of the dead Sweet. and then she'll kind of get, she'll get their memories and then she'll be kind of, she'll go and try to like do, kind of like the ghost whisperer or whatever. I'm trying to think of a good way to write it. How Jennifer it Love Hewitt? <laughs> no, not Jennifer. Yeah. You know that show, it's like they have that one regret and they need somebody to go and take care of it. It's kind of like that, but not as horrible as that Jennifer Love Hewitt show. Uh-huh. It, it's pretty sweet. She's got like a ghost friend. There's a wear carrier. There's a talking monkey. It's, it's a great book. I mean, I'm, I'm really becoming a big fan of this Chris Robertson. So, I mean, you should go out, check out his Superman book, read uh, iZombie. He wrote two issues of Superman, Batman, 7980. The guy's just, he's a really, really good 
comic book writer. It's just it's a bunch of cool, wacky stuff. You know, if you're you like hijinks in your funny books, uh, he's definitely <laughs> a writer you want to read. Um, just out of curiosity, I mean, this uh, human zombie you're talking about, how does she feel about eating brains on the toilet? <laughs> um, I don't know, because she she probably wouldn't care that much, I would imagine, because, uh, you know, if she doesn't eat them within a certain amount of time, she loses all control of her mental facilities, so I don't think she would have, you know, the hang-up about eating on the toilet. She'd probably be fine with it. Oh, she, she kind I of, would imagine. She kind of sounds like, the way they're describing this as a zombie, it sounds like, Another version of a vampire, basically, where she's still human, but she still needs something it, gross. You know, vampires are in the book too. It's you know, it's all those awesome. You know, there's vampires. Like I said, where it's not a werewolf. They use were carriers. It's also drawn by uh, Mike Allred, who used to do Mad Men back, Madman back in the day. So it's like really cool, like pop art with just a whole bunch of like weird, you know, zombies, vampires, stuff like that going around. I mean, it's. A, it's a killer book. My horrible description is definitely, definitely underselling the book. <laughs> well hey. worth your time. Hey, Chris, we really appreciate it, man. We we do got a run. We got to get Eric Akison on in about ten minutes, but um, thanks a lot, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Hey, where can they follow you on Twitter? Plug it for us. Uh, uh it's uh, Johnny underscore Logic, uh, capital J, capital L. Uh, I'm not really worth following on Twitter. I'm kind of boring. <laughs> wow, that's but. a this is great sell. A great sell there. Well, because I don't want the pressure. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and people can always see your writing on uh, fantasyfantasyleague.blogspot.com, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want, like I said, if you want to take quit, the time quit, to read Quit downplaying your stuff. <laughs> huh? Quit downplaying your stuff. Well, it's one of those things. I, I, honestly, I hate everything that I write. I, there's like a few <laughs> times where I'll just be like in love with what I write. And then just it'll take like one little thing. Like uh, there was a match I wrote last week where I took what just basically took a Jen from Dawson's Creek and just <laughs> shattered the girl. And it was I was like so uh, proud great, of it. Great man. And then this and then this one guy was just like, oh, Jen sucks." Wait, like, was that oh, my oh. match? <laughs> it was yours? What? It was a gorgeously what? written match. Yeah, I was it, a fan it, too. I'm, I was proud of it, but like I said, it's like, "Oh, Jen sucks." And I'm like, "Oh man, really?" <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chris. We'll catch you next month, man. Yep, not a problem. Bye. See you. Hey, all listeners, we'll be back right after this. Bye. I wasn't going to school because I was just making money stealing cars. Well, I was 10 when I first got involved with drugs. I skipped school because, you know, nobody cared. When I first got pregnant, school was not important to me, so I dropped out. I just thought the only way I can make something out of my life is that if I get an education. I still need to go to school to make, make it for myself. Stay in school. Give yourself a chance. I think I'm happier now. I know I'm happier now. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. This is Carl Edwards here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You want to make a difference? It's simple. Be responsible. Plan ahead. Designate before you celebrate. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
People have all kinds of excuses for not saving energy. I didn't plug it in. I'll turn it off later. It's not my music. It's just one phone charger. So um, we don't have those Energy Star appliances. So that old window leaks. How much energy and money could the new ones really save? Maybe it's time to stop making excuses and start doing some simple things to save the energy and resources we can. Because a little here and a little there can add up to a lot later, and you just never know what people will need in the future. My name is Sarah, and I'm going to get started today. We can all help save more energy for tomorrow. What's your excuse? For more energy-saving tips that also save money, visit loseyourexcuse.gov parents. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy, the Ad Council, and the station. This is Adam Hernandez with the Majors Update. Bill Parcells is no longer affiliated with the Miami Dolphins and will tape a draft special for ESPN. Nicholas just came back in the room after he was leaving because he's a big Dolphins fan. Uh, Dolphins spokesman Harvey Green said Thursday he's not associated with the team anymore in any official capacity. Parcells turned control of Miami's football operations over to general manager Jeff Ireland shortly before last season. He later cleaned out his office and stopped working at the Dolphins complex, but still served as a consultant. Parcell was hired in Miami after the 2007 season. Mike Anderson is returning to Arkansas to become the Razorbacks basketball coach. The school confirmed the move on Wednesday night. Anderson leaves Missouri after five seasons to, re to return to the school where he was an assistant to Nolan Richardson for 17 seasons. He replaces John Palfrey, who was fired on March 13th. Knocked to the ground by a line drive to the neck, Roy Oswald stayed down for nearly a minute. Then he rose to his feet and walked off the mound on his own. That was a good sign for the Philadelphia Phillies. The team felt even better after x-rays revealed Manny Ramirez's liner that hit Roy Oswald behind the right ear, left nothing beyond a bruise the team says may not prevent him from making the next scheduled start. For more, you can check out themajors.net or grouty.com. I am Adam Hernandez, and we'll get back to Grouty Radio on themajors.net or grouty.com. test for everyone here. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. We're going to jump right into Kids Corner. Right, those crazy kids are up to it again. Yep, they are. Our highest rated segment, I might add. Nice. Let's do it. Enjoy it, everyone. It's a treat. <laughs> Free. Gift to somebody one time. <laughs> That's good. Oh, hey, there's Lickless. Hey, Lickless. 
Hey guys, what's up? I got hey, this did new you get book. A look? What's it called? It's called Would You Rather The Dirty Vision. No what did I tell you so dirty the fucking library. The dirty version. God you're stupid. Oh. Oh. He saw the cover and then he started looking for other books as an alternative because he assumed that the book was asking him wouldn't he rather get another book. Um, it took me like 20 minutes to figure it out. Are you going to yeah. read it or what? I'm read glad it. you cracked that nut. Well, Nicholas, I like how when you start reading a book, you open up to the middle. <laughs> I found this. It, it, it asked questions and we have oh. to answer. Was it like a test? Yeah. It's oh, like school. I like, I like tests because I'm way smarter than you guys. Yeah. Because you're like private school. No. Yeah. Have your done. Read something. Okay. Would you rather... Whenever you get sexually aroused, the only way to relieve yourself is to dry hump a poster of Mr. Spock or only be able to reach orgasm by making it through the third screen in Donkey Kong. No, wait, wait a minute. We're, we're assuming that we don't currently need to grind on Mr. Spock to finish? I'm going to have to take Spock because... I've never reached the third screen on Donkey Kong. Yeah, I watched you play. You suck at that game. I've never been sexually aroused, so I don't know. Your pee-pee's never gotten hard before? It doesn't work. <laughs> I, I was going to take this little blue pill for it, but I, you know. For a lot of years, my pee-pee wouldn't get hard. That didn't stop my uncle, though. He'd still put it limp into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let it dance on his tongue. He used to cut. I can Would you rather always have to have sex in a public place or in a refrigerator? Shelves removed. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. No, whenever you, we go to that one, of the, whenever our uncles take us to that one at the junkyard, the shelves are out of that refrigerator. So I'll just take the fridge. How do you, how do you, how do you, leaving you in there to die? <laughs> how do you burn fat chicks in the refrigerator, though? Well, you can't be in the, in it with them. Get a bigger refrigerator. Oh, because the shelves are removed. French doors might help, I don't know. I, no, I'm not. My mom always says she'd like to pick frozen popsicles. Is that what she means? Oh, Timmel does that. <laughs> Okay, would you, would you rather give a hand job to a gorilla or receive one from a gorilla? Oh. Or a koala. <laughs> that's, that's not in the book. You're making that up. That's gross. Like a koala would, would probably destroy you. So would a gorilla. I'd rather I'd rather satisfy the gorilla. Me too. I've never heard of a hand job. I was, well, that's I was the, cool. I get to drink the gorilla semen. Best after. job. I'm pretty sure it's free. What if, what if the uh, gorilla gets all sex nuts and retard strong as you're trying to cram your dick in his mouth? That's the price you pay. Right? That's what happens when we try to bang Nicholas. The risk of the business. What if the gorilla thinks you're a pet and won't let you go afterwards? Until he turns eight and goes crazy and kills you. <laughs> I don't know. Really is, is, is it a talking gorilla like the one from that movie? From Congo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have... Gucci, it sounds like you should write your own choose your own adventure with the rest Because what he wants the, the hand job does it say Amy Hungry <laughs> in sign language? I don't know what you're talking about. Read another one. It says Amy have boner. In a it's a in a pinch. 
Would you rather masturbate into a potted plant or your roommate's sock? Roommate's sock. Can it be both? Because the sock is more pleasurable and fuck him. <laughs> That's why. So <laughs> jack off into the sock and then feed it to the plant. I, I used to always do that when I lived with Tim. I'm glad we both have sock eating plants in our house. I'll just feed the plant to semen. Oh, oh, I thought you were at the whole sock. I'm sorry. Hey, I, would kill I could kill the plant. You're right. These bleach on socks. Oh, you'd have little plant babies. Even though your semen smells like bleach. But yeah. it, well, I, had an I had an x-ray once and they didn't put that jacket thingy over on me and the doctor told me I had radioactive jizz. Awesome. Was it superpower? Did you become Spider-Man? Yeah, my penis was glowing green for a while. Yeah. But then I thought it was just because I took it out of Fizzle's ass. It's like web shooters, only it doesn't really let you swing from building to building. It's just really gross. This, this one's too stupid not to say. <laughs> Would you rather have sex with a purple Rush Limbaugh or a Caucasian Grimace? <laughs> Are you at the top of the I'm, I'm going to go with Rush Limbaugh because nothing can stop the Grimace. <laughs> he will keep fucking you and keep fucking you until you are dead. I don't know the gender of Grimace and I do know the gender of Rush Limbaugh. So I will take Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Knowing that he is a man. It's better to know than not know. That's true, yeah. It's better to know than There must be some third gender that we science hasn't discovered yet. You a could, gender that only climaxes you could make by the first, penis exploding. You could make the first crossbreed, um, you know, human retard. I read one more. We're going to burn yeah. that fucking book. <laughs> Would you rather have sex? Yes. <laughs> With your girlfriend or with Angelina Jolie a second after Brad Pitt came inside of her? <laughs> My girlfriend, because Angelina Jolie is repulsive. Do I have to have normal sex with Angelina Jolie or can it be like angry anal sex? It says you can bang the armpit. Can we make all of her adopted children watch? I would choose Angelina Jolie because I would choose to eat her out after Brad Pitt. Just inside it's true. Her. Is there an option to fuck Brad Pitt? How do we? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I want that. <laughs> I want his white waterfall to roll down my throat. There is one two pages later that mentions armpit sex with the, the fall lightning shorts. <laughs> well, that just about does that. That was great. <laughs> Love that book. Yeah. Really that wow, yeah. <laughs> those kids need Jesus. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with those kids. You There's know what? I, would, I wouldn't want to know what they would do with Jesus, so I actually don't want them. <laughs> There's nothing like a bunch of kids playing "Would You Rather" yes. <laughs> with words that they shouldn't know but seem to know. With the you know, they're they're very their conversations are eerily similar to our conversations. <laughs> yeah, they. You know what that means? They maybe they've been listening to too much Detroit Radio. Yeah, I think so. Are we bad role models? I, I I think it's safe to say yes. Yeah, that that's what we should go for. I am not <laughs> the worst role, role models in the world. Michigan. We are role models and we suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That is great. That's great. That is great. I like being a bad role model. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's neat. You gotta it's be something. something, right? Yeah. Got to be a bad role model to somebody. You somebody's kids. Suck at something. <laughs> <laughs>
Everyone's got to suck. It just depends on what you Listen, suck. Listen, I'm sorry. We, we got off on the wrong foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be... If you're gonna be good at something, you might as well be sure. the best at it. And by good, of course, I mean bad. And by best, I mean worst. But <laughs> your wing is putrefied not by a, a woman, but by a man. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta uh, go back and check some of these skits out. Those are such funny skits. Uh, speaking of men, we have Eric Akison calling in uh, shortly. Be, yeah, unfortunately, we had to push him back, so we'll, uh, we apologize, Eric Akison. Get more important things in, yeah, apparently. Kids' yeah. corner, baby. <laughs> Man, those, those kids' corner brats can't wait. I mean, if, <laughs> if you ever told a, a dirty, rotten brat like the kids' corner kids that uh, you know no. they're getting being pushed back, they they whine like crazy, and and especially these kids, they start swearing and screaming at you all the time. So. And other stuff. They do violent physical stuff. Yeah, I'd love too. to ask the kids corner kids how they feel about shitting on the or eating while they're taking a dump, but they eat each other's shit while they're shitting. They might. That's a bit nutty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is shit, Austin. Oh, good. We're on the same page. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what fault it is, don't you? <laughs> it's the crowdies. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, man! That's a good episode. That, yeah, wow, I'm that's, liking it. It's crazy. We're yeah. I don't know what our problem is today. We're kind of <laughs> we're all in the same mindset of just talkability. I guess we're just we're all fired up and ready to kick ass. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let's see how long we can go without asking Eric Akison about his uh <laughs> his bowel movements. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing less than 30 seconds. This is hopefully will bring us back down to earth. That's being kind of generous. I was going to say less than uh, 15 <laughs> seconds. I wasn't sure how long the Cut intro was going to take. <laughs> bring us back down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. wow. Hmm. Anyway. What the hell for? <laughs> Did you guys hear? This actually is not. It's a. It's a light segue. Okay. Okay. No, good. Mind, good. Thank God. We, we got Eric Akis in calling. by right. the bell, folks. <laughs> What's up, Eric? You're on Detroit Rowdy Radio. Good evening, gentlemen. How are, How are you? you doing, man? You are saving our listeners by calling in right now and keeping them from hearing more about our pooping habits. <laughs> is it? Is it really that bad? <laughs> it's been bad for about an hour and fifteen minutes yeah. now. <laughs> we, we have one question before we get into the meat of things, though. Um, Feel free to ignore it if you have to. No. Uh, while while you are uh, you know going to the bathroom specifically in number two, do you ever eat uh, food or you know take a snack in there with it while you're doing it? Hell no. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's I thought, so weird. I thought I was the only Hell sane no. one here. Yeah, it's uh, thanks. We're, we're glad. Hey, if you're short on time, you do what you got to do. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was the lone wolf here for a while. Thank you very much. Do you at least read? Oh, yeah, or play, you know, play Game Boy or... There we go. I like that. <laughs> Mess been... around on the iPad, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. Okay, well, that's cool. That's cool. That's good to know. Right. All right. Now to the interview at hand. We are, of course, on the line with Eric Akison, the very first IVGOF, or International Video Game Hall of Fame inductee, Turbo Pac-Man champion, and all-around kick-ass gamer. What is up, Eric? You know, you guys are kind of biting into my uh, NCAA tournament time. So. <laughs> it's okay, we're watching yeah. it as well. <laughs> yeah, actually sit, sitting here watching the UConn-San Diego State game. So are we. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm losing money on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that if you want. <laughs> 
Yeah, it looks like UConn's going to pull it out. But but no, you know, um, I uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, I've been honored with um, some of the things that's that's happened to me in the last few years in regards to video games and and um, you know, it's uh, it all comes back to that movie. You know, everybody or not everybody, but you hear so many people that are involved in the scene right now. You know, it's like, how did you, how did you become involved in competitive video gaming? Well, you know, in 2007 or 2008, I saw this movie called King of Kong, and you know, and I immediately went to the uh, the internet and checked it out, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So I'm one of those guys, and um, you know, I admit it. Um, I know that that movie um, isn't the most factual based uh, <laughs> piece of document, documentary material, but. Um, it did open doors. It opened doors, you know, for a lot of a lot of guys and gals. So still kind of a fun movie to watch, too, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely. There's there's definite entertainment value, and uh, you know, it's it, it's pretty cool to to watch a movie and you know and and watch it again and again and again, and then you know go to one of these events like Fun Spot or whatever, and then and then meet meet these guys that were on the in this film that that you've watched so many times that, you know, that's brought you, you know, so much entertainment and joy. And it's like, you know, wow, okay, these guys are just real, you know, normal. Well, maybe not all of them are normal, but. <laughs> as normal as you can get. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're just, you know, cool guys. And, and it's uh, it's really cool. I've met I've met some some guys that are, are actual true friends now. You know, I've, I, um, you know, Perry Rogers. He uh, he lives here in the same region um, as I do. Ken House, the Big Doug champion, you know John McAllister. I mean, in the summertime, and it kind of curtails in the winter for some reason. But in the summertime, it's like every Saturday or so. Um, you know, one of us has a get together, and and there's a few of us that have you know some some cool little arcade rooms in our houses. So, you know, if you're ever around the uh, South Sound area, South Puget Sound area in the summertime on a Saturday. Give me a ring because uh, there's uh, probably a good chance that our five or six world champion and or, or Hall of Fame gamers are together in, in somebody's game room playing. I will take you all so. on. <laughs> What's that? I want to see that. Diggler is ready to take all of you on. He's... <laughs> Yeah. Me and Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> you better pack your lunch, partner. <laughs> your reputation. You know, uh, I don't know if you've heard, uh, Eric, the, the newest um, news, the breaking news in the uh, competitive gaming world is that Elizabeth Bollinger was just uh, named uh, the new president to the board of directors for the International Video Game Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. That's that's great news. She is uh, she's absolutely capable and... Um, I, I think that we need a little bit more of that female touch to to the scene. You know, she is a great lady. I, I really, really like her. I got to meet her last year at the at the Big Bang in the in the International Video Game Hall of Fame induction ceremonies, and she was a very gracious host. She's um, I, uh, I I talk to her on Facebook all the time. She's she's uh, she's pretty driven right now, and and. Um, you know, something I really wanted to talk about is, is Walter Day. And uh, Walter befriended me a few years ago, and, and, and we've become close friends over the last few years. And, and, you know, last year I was standing there in the Bridgeview Center, and, and another close friend of mine, Chris Mansfield, came up to me and he said, 
you know, this this has been going on forever. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, come check this out. And so we walked over to this big poster board on the wall. And there were, there were articles, you know, I, and I'm not sure which newspaper it was from, but articles dated back to like 82, 83 or whatever, interviewing Walter and, and expressing Walter's dream, you know, about, you know, the video game capital of the world and, and someday realizing an actual location for a Hall of Fame and, and stuff like that. So his vision, his vision started so long ago. And, you know, and, and you know, lip service is, is, is one thing and talk is pretty cheap, but, but um, you know, whether you're a supporter or not, or, you know, be, you know, there's a lot of these guys in the scene that, that seem like all they want to do is dwell on negative shit. And, <laughs> you know, for me, that, that's just not me. I, I, I really want to see people do well and uplift everything that we're doing. So my point is, now there's this group of people, albeit in a tumwa, whether you think that they deserve to be the video game capital of the world or not, this group of people is together. They're devoting their time. They're donating their time to actually doing something about the vision. And that's the difference. These people are actually working towards something. Now, do I know or do I think that uh, a physical location will ever be, you know, actually be realized? Hmm, I don't know. It seems like to me in my, in my mind that it might be a long shot. But you know what? At least these people are putting their best foot forward and they're trying, they're trying, they're trying to do something. And for me, being involved in something like that, something from its, you know, from, from its infancy, its get-go, I mean, it's, it's a really special thing. So, I mean, I, you know, I, when I was inducted, I, I got up there and I was the first one. I was so fucking nervous. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, I got up there and, you know, I started talking about, you know, my road, the road that I took. And I started talking about the people I'd met. And then I came to my family and I, you know, I was the first one on stage and I broke down. I started crying like a big fat sissy. But <laughs> that, that shows... You know, that, that just shows me, that shows how important and, and how blessed I, I felt to be a part of it. So, you know, um, I, I just, I hope, I hope for the best. I, I want it to succeed. If I was a, a, a billionaire, a millionaire rich guy, I would absolutely, uh, you know, make sure that that happened. But unfortunately for them, I'm not. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I actually could not agree with you more. I completely agree with everything you had to say about uh, about Ivgoff, and I, and it, it's been great. And uh, I think under Liz Bollinger, it's really gonna you know take off. I think she's the absolute perfect person for uh, for this job. Yeah, and Eric, uh, by the way, uh, she's listening right now. She wanted to tell wanted us to tell you that you're awesome. <laughs> well, so are you, Liz, and so are you, Josh, because I know you're you're uh, you're sitting there with her listening too. I. Everybody that I know, at least that's involved with it so far, really appreciates what you guys are doing. So that's exciting news to hear that you're uh, that you are the, the new kingpin of the International Video Game Hall of Fame. That's great. Uh, another thing we wanted to touch on is uh, you're, you're involved with this to some degree, um, but the uh, Northwest Pinball and Game Room Show, which I believe Walter Day is going to be at that, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's actually he's been there the last couple of years. Um, 
what the Northwest Pinball and Game Room Show is, is a, a three-day event at the Seattle Center. And um, there's um, there's all these conference rooms. They're called the Northwest Rooms, and they're on the they're on the northwest side of the Seattle Center, just on the other side of the key arena. And uh, <clears throat> what it is, is is there's two groups. There's like a, there's a pinball group and there's a video game group. And in the last couple of years, what's gone on is one room, one huge room has just been slam packed full of pins, you know, new, old, uh, you know, in between tournaments, you know, sanctioned tournaments going on with the pins. And then in another huge room, it's just full of classic arcades and, and, and not even just classic, just arcade games. I mean, there's, there's, um, there's even some of the, the new, the new era stuff and, and, you know, some really of those, the cool Japanese games and candy cabs and all that kind of stuff. But, but over the last couple of years, um, the, uh, the video game side of the show, they've, they've dedicated, um, a space on the floor to a high score area or a, or a world record attempt area. And, um, so for me, you know, being involved in that, you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of a no brainer, but, but it's really cool because it gives, it gives local gamers here, uh, a forum to come and show their stuff. Like two years ago, uh, this guy, this tall skinny guy just walks in, you know, and he's like, uh, yeah, my name's Jesse Corrington, you know, and I, I, I play Excite Bike. And, uh, and we're like, okay. And so, you know, we had an Excite Bike there because I think he had mentioned to someone before the show that he wanted to come, th- come there and, and uh, try to break the world record. So this guy stands there for like six hours playing Excite Bike. And I, I stood there <laughs> with David Nelson from Twin Galaxies, and we just kept looking at each other in amazement. I mean, this guy was like insane on Excite Bike. I never had had seen anything like that before but it was just a guy that that lives local here you know to the seattle tacoma area and i mean it was so cool because he was just virtually unknown and and just walked in there and and just showed something that was that was pretty special in my mind so you know and uh i mean ben falls and ike hall sat down and I think Ike sat down first and, and just sat sat down and went right through and kill screen Donkey Kong at over nine hundred thousand and then wow. Ben sat down and did the same thing and, and topped Ike's score by like four hundred or something like that. So it was really special and, and since then there's uh there's I'm I'm not sure how many records have been broken at the show over the last couple of years, but there's been quite a few. And uh, and this year I've been asked to kind of coordinate that that high score area, that uh, world record area, and so um, I'm not a, a referee with Twin Galaxies anymore. I'm not with Orcade as a, as you know the uh, head of officiating anymore. I'm kind of just you know having fun doing my own thing. But you know, I the reason why I said yeah, absolutely, I'll help coordinate this is because I I know what it takes to have to. To, to follow the rules to do your recording, you know, so so there won't be any hiccups when you send it to the referee for verification and stuff. So so we've already got some some national names that have uh, have uh, decided that they want to come to our show, which is unfortunately uh, the same weekend as Fun Spot this year. But um, you know, guys like Scott Patterson, um, you know, I mean, he's on your your, your radio show sure. quite often, and you know, he's the He's a world champ on, on a few different games. He's going to...
come and try to, to up his world record on lock and chase and, and a couple of other games. And uh, Mark Sellers from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, he owns Stella's Lounge. He, he uh, He's one of the old school guys from back in the actual Twin Galaxies arcade days. So he's uh, he's going to come out and, and attempt to break the, uh, the Star Wars Six Shields only tournament record, cool. and uh, you know you got Ken House. He's going to do an, a, an attempt on uh, on a tournament dig dug, and and um, you know there, there's a couple of kind of obscure games that that I'm really good at that I'm going to take a crack at, but I'm not going to say <laughs> which games because so, they don't mean anything to anybody really but me. So, um, <laughs> but. Um, you know, so it's it, it's really cool and exciting to see that people are starting to to say, "Oh wow, that Seattle show! That you know, wow, that thing is badass! I'm going to go check that out." And and um, you know, so this year the difference is there. It's not going to be just one huge dedicated room for pinballs and one huge dedicated room for vids. They're actually going to start m- mixing things up, you know, and try to get you know, kind of. Uh, break down those kind of silos if if you will and 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 get you know get people to kind of intermingle and and stuff like that so it it'll it'll be huge um we're even taking over a a different room this year that was even bigger than than um than last year and so they're they're slated to be i like 250 300 pinballs maybe i'm and i'm just guesstimating and and 150 to 200 plus, you know, arcade games. So, cool. I mean, for for 20 bucks to come in there and pay 20 bucks and and to be able to go play 350 to 400 games, you know, for the day. I mean, I, it's worth it in my mind, at least. So, um, attendance has been really, really good the last couple of years, and and I expect it to to continue to go, but. And also Walter will be there too, and I think he's going to play some make tracks, and he always does uh, really cool seminars and and, and uh, does uh, question and answer sessions and stuff, and and uh, which is always really interesting. Steve Weeby as well, you know, right? Just, yeah, just because he, uh, yeah, Weeby too, Weeby too. He's actually going to uh, uh, give a Donkey Kong 101 seminar, so and actually do some teaching on some on some how-to, how to how to play Donkey Kong this year, which is which is pretty cool. So Andrew Laidlaw will be there. Um, you know, yeah, Phil yeah, Day like the champion, me, yeah. Yeah, Phil Day has told me he he might be there. So so there's you know, and I, I'm forgetting tons of people, but um, it'll be a really good time. Hey, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Steve Weeby, and you also mentioned uh, um, Ben Falls and some other Donkey Kong champions. The Kong off happened last week. Lickless and I covered it. Um, any thoughts on that? Uh, to me, anything right now that's that's um, CAG or classic arcade gaming related um, is positive. And and uh, man, you know, I, I kind of, I mean, I, I I wasn't really involved in it, but just kind of from the background, I just watched for the last few months and and kind of heard stories and, and read posts on the internet from Richie Knuckles and and kind of, you know. I, I could feel like the trials and tribulations of what he was going through to, to, to coordinate this event. And from what I've heard uh, from everybody that was there involved or whatever, it was an insanely cool, awesome event. And, uh, um, you know, hats off to Richie and, and, and his arcade and his wife Paige for, uh, 
you know, for opening up their business and and uh, you know, giving back to the community and, and trying to do something that's that's really never been done before. So, hey, uh, Eric, yeah, I was. Um, this is Nicholas, um, but uh, yeah, we were. I was down there too, and it was awesome. It was. I, I can't imagine them not saying it was a success because the place was packed the entire time. Right, um, and I've never been there, and and I will get there someday. And cool. you know, I, every time I talk to Richie, he's like, "When are you coming out here? You keep fucking dogging me." So he, <laughs> he gets angry a little bit with me, but <laughs> but I will. I, You're pretty far will, away too. <laughs> yeah, I will get out there someday for sure. I just haven't been able to yet. But uh, but you know, from what I've heard, the, the place is really small. But but Richie um, does an insanely good job in in restoring his games and. You know, from what I've heard, you walk in there and it's like walking into a hundred brand new arcade games from the early 80s. I mean, where else, you know, besides Fun Spot, can you go and see something like that? And and Fun Spot, you know, once in a while, you walk in there and sometimes games are down or whatever. And, and housing that many games, I'm sure it's a real challenge to keep everything running at once. But from what I've heard about Richie and his stuff, you walk in there and it is, it is it's just you know just awesome so you know and, and Richie you know not just with this Kong off but over the last couple of years he's supported every gamer that that wants to, to attempt to uh, break a world record you know when I was a referee for Twin Galaxies I would get tapes um, you know from guys that were at Richie's place and they actually played the game there and then Richie you know he would actually film it for them and help him open the machine and make sure every, you know, the board set and everything, all the rules and were followed and, and everything was done to a T. So, you know, hats off to that guy. I mean, he's, he's supported, he supported a lot of us and, and, uh, he's a, a good ambassador to the support, the, the sport at this point in my mind. Oh no, he is. Hey, we were uh, talking to Bill Mitchell down there. Uh, we talked to him quite <laughs> a bit and, uh, during one of the interviews we did with him, he, uh, was surprisingly said that uh, Turbo Pac-Man isn't really a video game. And we, we thought that was an interesting comment that he made. I, I bet he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is, uh, Bill. You know, I got to know Bill a little bit last year at the at the Big Bang. He's and, a great uh, guy. He really is and, a great guy. And since we've we've chatted on the phone and and stuff, and and um, you know, I, I think Bill. Bill puts on kind of a, a public face, and, and he also has kind of a private face, too. But, you know, in my experience, he's a good guy. He cares. He wants classic arcade gaming and competitive gaming to continue to grow. And, um, you know, he... Um, I don't care what he thinks about Pac Turbo. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're right, though. I have nothing but great things to say about him coming back. He was the nicest guy honestly oh, down there he, it, was, it was cool to see and he does a ton yeah. for the industry too but uh we're out of time eric thanks a lot for your time man really appreciate it absolutely anytime and uh have a great night i'm about to watch arizona kick some ass <laughs> <laughs> i hope they do man good luck right. and uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for a lot, man see Take you later boys see ya. all right everybody we are out of time we're actually five Pretty minutes cold. over but yeah, we um we will see you next week. Stay tuned for Grouty after the show, where I'm going to eat a pound of bacon. Later, guys. Yes. Peace. While he's shitting. I'm eating pizza. I'm...
Planet is where we want to be To fulfill all emotional needs To have total control of the human body